good old song. I would sing it, but I can't sing this morning. <laughs> I got nothing in me. These allergies are uh, whooping me. I want to be glad when I say I never shall forget the day when all the pollen was washed away. <laughs> uh, this morning, uh, turning your word to John chapter 11. I was sitting over there, or I was actually this morning, I was thinking about a year ago, people were crying out loud for the churches to open. And uh, I want to tell you, the churches are open. <laughs> um, and I know that people are on vacation, it's that time of year I got all that. But it's, uh, sometimes it's crazy to come in and realize, man, there's uh, almost 100 people missing. <laughs> Where did they go? Where are you? But uh, you know what? God bless you, wherever you may find yourself. This morning, I want to minister... Uh, using for a title, subject, He is always on time. He's always on time. The Lord is always on time. And uh, while you're there, we're, uh, just hang with me for a moment, we'll get there. But I, I wonder if you've ever asked yourself why. You ever asked that question, why? If you've got kids, you've been asked why a gazillion times. But Why? I've asked this this morning, I've found myself asking this over and over and over and over and over, why? Why has the church become what it has become? Why have people become shallow and uh, maybe not so real? Why are you pretending? Why do we promote church, a church, whatever it may be, wherever particular place, as if it's perfect? Why do we concern ourselves with things that we cannot change? Why did you come to church this morning? Why did you surrender to Christ? Or why haven't you? Why do we strive to hide everything? Why do we doubt the power of God? Why do bad things happen to good people? Why can't people not complain? Why do they discard you as you don't matter? Why do they call you your pastor when they won't let you? Why does the church exist? Why don't more people come to Jesus? Why does it have to be so crazy? Maybe in this chapter of John, chapter 11, Mary and Martha probably found themselves asking, why? Why don't you respond when I'm asking you to? Why didn't you come quicker? Why, why did you have to go away? A different direction. Why did you wait? Why did Lazarus have to die? We ask ourselves why all the time. And I can tell you. You will drive yourself crazy trying to answer it. And I want to say this concerning people. Uh, pastor. A friend of ours. Ron Duncan. Made a post. And I didn't. I shared it. I didn't expect a lot of people to like it. Because a lot of people don't understand but I want to tell you this, do not finance people's opinions about you with your time. That's what he stated. 
Keep on keeping on. Keep living. Keep preaching. Keep singing. Keep, keep going for Jesus. In John chapter 11, we're going to skip through, but we're at literally going through John chapter 11. And uh, don't worry, we'll condense it. But beginning in verse 1 through 7, and you follow with me, we're going to skip around a little bit. But it says, now, at a cer now a certain man was sick named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary which had anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore his sister sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. And when Jesus heard that, he said, the sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. And when he had heard, therefore, that he was sick, he abode two days, still in the same place where he was. Then after that said he to his disciples, let us go into Judea again. Now skip ahead to verse 11 through 15. It says, These things said he, and after that he said unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I might, uh, may awake him out of sleep. Then said his disciples, Lord, if he sleeps, he shall do well. Howbeit Jesus spoke of his death, but they thought that he had spoken of taking a rest, of taking a rest and sleep. Then said Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And I am glad for your sake that I was not there. To the intent you may believe, nevertheless, let us go unto him. Now ahead to verse 17 through 25 says, Then when Jesus came, he found that he had uh, laid him in the, in the grave four days already. Or he had laid in the grave four days already. Now Bethany was near unto Jerusalem, about 15 furlongs off. It's about, about two miles. And, and many of the Jews came unto Martha and Mary and to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever you will ask of God, God will give it to you. And Jesus said to her, Your brother shall rise again. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. And Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Now, if you'll follow with me, the last portion of Scripture, 41 through 44, says, Then they took away the stone from the place where uh, the dead was laid, speaking of Lazarus, and Jesus lifted up his eyes, and he said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me, and I knew that you hear me always, but because of the people which stand uh, by, by, I said it, that they may believe that you have sent me. And when he had thus spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, Come forth. And he who was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin. And Jesus said unto him, Loose him and let him go. <coughs> I don't know where you find yourself today, in what shape, physically, spiritually, whatever, however you may find yourself. 
And, and, and maybe you find yourself in a place of panic, a place of worry, a place of doubt, a place of frustration. I found myself in all of those places in the last month or so. And I want to tell you that Christ, Jesus Christ, is always on time. Even when you don't know it, He's working. Even when you don't see it, He's working. I want to promise you something. Sometimes He'll let you get to the place of absolutely nothing else could do it. No one else could do it. No stimulus check could do it. No, no prayer meeting could do it. Nothing could do it except for Christ. We want things when we want them, right? We want them now. We want, we want them and, 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 and we want them in a hurry. We want them how we want them. And we want them why we want them. Again, if you've got kids, and if your kids can't talk yet, just get ready. They want it, want it, want it, want it, want it. Right now. Why? Now. Can I have it? And everything in society, everything in our society right now is geared to expedite things, to make things quicker. They've They've invented, for crying out loud, robot lawnmowers because we're too lazy to cut our own grass. Uh, robot vacuum cleaners because we're too lazy to vacuum our own floors or we're too busy. That's a sad thing. Tools that, that and thank God for those tools that make things easier. They make things faster. We, you, you don't have to even drive a nail anymore. You can pull a trigger and boom, it's done. Or if it's too tight to get a nail gun in there, they got a little thing called a palm nailer. You just stick a nail in there, stick it up there, and just and it goes right in. They're awesome. They make things easier. They make things faster for us. They, they made phones quicker and faster. I remember the first cell phones came out. Actually,